0: Last time,
1: our heroes journey back to the ruins where they met the musketeers. They hoped they would be able to get the platform that transported them here working again so that they could get back to Westman and Jen. They fought through oozes, gels, and giant spiders. They found some magical items but discovered that the platform was too damaged to work again. Defeated, they journeyed back to Olympus where they foolishly tried out the musculators to get to the top of the mountain. At the top, that tells the group that Rusty is back from the dead.
0: Every time I put the car in reverse, I look back at the girls and say, Oh, this takes me back.
1: Dungeons and Dragons and Daughters!
0: Welcome, everyone, to Dungeons and Dragons and Daughters. We've got Uncle Tim with us today. He's going to be playing Dave. Tim, welcome.
2: Ah, thanks. I'm glad to be here.
0: Tim, it, happy birthday. It's your birthday today.
2: Oh, no, happy not birthday, today, but to noob. It was last week, but happy what was it attendance today? Okay.
0: Well, we're birthday celebrating it today. To yeah.
2: noob, bah,
0: bah, bah. And Tim, noob. Tim is a noob. <laughs> so we we had Joey on a couple of episodes ago and he was a he was a total noob. He had oh, yeah, never played any of the any RPG, paper pencil game before. And Tim, I think that's the case for you too, right?
2: This is the case.
0: So Tim, have you been listening or watching the show up until this point. Do you have beer. any idea what I the story haven't. is? No. Okay.
1: You don't even know what's about. Alright. So what's my name?
0: Tim, you are playing Dave, <laughs> the Halfling Cleric, our favorite halfling cleric. I'm Dave for today. Just just Dave. And then just Bert Bertie is playing Galaxy. No. You the, okay. elf, wizard. the elf wizard. She's a wizard. Yep. Sam is playing Mimi, the Elf Druid. She is a magic user as well, but hers is very nature-based, very mm. plant, very and animal. This- and in fact, she can turn into animals, and she can attack as animals. Um, so she can turn into a bear, or she could turn into giant spiders and climb up walls and shoot webs. Oh wow, cool. Um, hey, I stuff.
2: collect
1: stuff. I got a pillow, I got a boomerang, I got some yacht, I got a teddy bear.
0: Yep. (laughs) Galaxy is a hoarder. Hoarder. I am the Dungeon Master. So this is going to be, I think this is probably going to end up being a shorter episode because we're not going to take as much time to record today. So this is a shorter adventure that I have planned because we have birthday celebrations to get (laughs) to. (laughs)
1: Happy birthday to
0: There's celebrations and libations to be had, so we we want to get to that as quickly as we can. So Tim, I just want to, I just want to jump into it. And you just start asking questions if there's anything with the story that okay. you want the background on or, or if something doesn't make sense to you. Because um, I don't want to get into a big, huge recap of everything because the first half an hour of the show then would be us telling you yes. what's happened up until this point. Of course. Okay. So but what I can give you a little bit of backstory on is that we just got back to Olympus. This is... Ooh, yes. We made friends with these guys called the Musketeers. Musketeers! And they're kind of an independent hero group that's going around this fantasy world trying to fight evil, powerful, summoned evil creatures. So they're trying to help us get back home. But we just got back to Olympus after the, this last exploratory mission that we did.
1: Olympus.
0: And when we got back, we found out that Rusty was a dwarf that was part of the musketeers that we first met, showed up at Olympus. But the twist there is that Rusty is dead. He mm. died in a couple adventures ago. And now all of a sudden Rusty's back at Olympus. Let's open up. We are at the top of Olympus and Betha is there. Betha is another musketeer. She is a she's a human ranger a that we had befriended within who the gives group birdie food? who has the munchies a lot um and Galaxy ate all of her <laughs> best munchies. <laughs> in one of our adventures. So Beth is still a little and I was
1: crying. Yep, yeah,
0: Beth is still a little <laughs> sore at you because you ate all of her best Wait. stuff. So Beth just gets done telling you that Rusty came back and they've got him in the brig. He's down below in the mountain in the brig. Yay! So there was a couple of things that you girls wanted to do as well. And we could fast track I wanna this. I want to get new armor. But right, you wanted to get new armor? I
1: want to get new butts.
0: Cuz there's a crack in it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so you're gonna stop and you're gonna be able to get new armor so you've got new armor it's pretty much the same as what you have before but your your armor class is back to what it was before do we have to pay no no because you're a musketeer now you get access to this
1: so we, i don't have to pay for my pony anymore so i get my money back ging ging. no
0: you don't get your Lay money back Hand no.
1: it over mm-hmm. come on come on
0: yeah. so, so olympus <sighs> is built into the top of a mountain uh, where like the top of the mountain looks like it got almost completely cut off, and that's where like the landing platform is. That's where, that's where everybody gets into the base. But then there's this big hole and this big huge stone staircase that goes down the middle of the mountain, and the mountain has been hollowed out. And there's all these levels that lead down in the base. And cool. each of the levels, it's got <clears throat> shops, it's got um, bars, it's got restaurants, it's got other uh, quarters for where the musketeers sta- stay at. Uh, uh, it's got the officers' quarters. And as we keep going down we start going through the more and more restricted areas. So we start going through like where they keep the weapons and armor, where they keep some of the restricted stuff, which you guys don't know much about yet because we just joined. But so, dangerous and, and then all ridiculous. the way down at the bottom where the really, really super duper restricted stuff is at, this is where the brig is. So you guys go walking down and mm. it takes 20 minutes to walk down the stairs oh, and get all the I way down. It's way, my way, 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 down deep in the, in the middle of the mountain. So you get down to the brig. And the brig, it's a fairly small brig. There's only a couple of jail cells that are in it because the the musketeers really haven't had much of a reason to have a lot of jail cells because they haven't been around for that long. And typically the creatures that they come across that uh, that They're mean them like harm, they, they try and destroy. They don't try and capture them and get more information out of them because their mission is to destroy the evil creatures. So you walk in and Doc and Ian... Are down there. So Doc and Ian, they are the two leaders of the I Musketeers.
1: Thought Ian was Ian.
0: You thought Ian was what? The leader. Well, he well he was a leader of the troops that we first met. But Doc, she's the one that she runs the whole show. She's the she's the general, for the lack of a better term.
1: Are you a doc or a doctor?
0: Like a doctor, like a medical doctor. No,
1: but she like goes to the dock. Right. For fishing.
0: So her nickname is Doc because she's a medical doctor.
1: And she goes to the dock.
0: And they also decided that it had a double meaning is because she likes to fish so much <laughs> off of the dock. And that's the reason why she ended up with the nickname Doc.
1: <laughs>
0: so you walk into the brig, and Ian and Doc are standing there, and there's two other musketeer guards that are there uh-huh. as well. Yeah. And they both, they're both standing there with their arms crossed, and they're looking into one cell. And there's Rusty laying down on a cot he's got his arms behind his behind his head he's laying back he's just relaxing and you can you can hear him just humming slightly under his breath
2: wait rusty isn't the guy who's dead
0: well no rusty is the guy that's dead but this guy that's in the cell
2: supposedly
0: looks like rusty and he's you can tell he is not dead so what do you do
1: rusty do
0: you oh Oh wait, I forget. What what was the voice I had for for Rusty? It was like, it was a gruff voice like this. Mhm. Hi. Hey Mimi, good to see you. And he sits up. And he's got a big old smile on his face.
1: Um, do you remember being like when we when you when you guys went into the ruins and do you remember anyone like hitting you?
0: No, I just uh I remember when we first met and uh and We had that mix-up with with Dave of where uh, I thought that he stole my my gold jewel encrusted dagger, and then uh, yeah, I remember doing some exploring, and then I got hit in the back of the head, and I blacked out. I, d- I don't know what happened after that.
1: Um, do you know who did it?
0: No, no, someone just stuck out behind me and hit me. So, wait,
1: well, what were you doing?
0: I, I was just doing some just doing some exploring.
1: Oh, and and where did you wake up?
0: Well, I want... I went all of you to roll a roll an insight check mimi what did you get for your insight you got 10 okay galaxy what did you get
1: i got 18 plus one so
0: so 19 19. dave what did you get 18. you You, you got 18. i sure did. dave and galaxy you got you got insight checks that were high high enough to realize dave wasn't just injured we buried him his head was bashed in. He was dead. They buried Ooh. Rusty. This day. guy, oh, this guy yes. that we're looking he at right day. now. Yeah. Okay. Right. So, so he was dead. For he, sure. he was dead. We buried him. Okay. We did last rites and everything. He's like you. Per, you performed the last rites at his funeral.
2: <laughs> okay.
0: I, I just
1: would like to say one thing. Sure. To Rusty, where did you wake
0: up? Oh, I, I woke up at the ruins, and then I uh, no one was there anymore, so I came here.
1: Um, is there a specific spot where you were?
0: Um.
1: Just in the ruins? Just,
0: I I don't quite remember, um. Are you a twin? No, I'm not a twin. I'm rusty. Look at me. I'm rusty. Do you
1: have a twin?
0: No, I don't have a twin. Do you Uh, have a brother? No, well, yeah, I've got a brother. This voice is going to kill me, too. It's hard on the the
1: throat. (laughs) (laughs) I will do it for you.
0: (laughs) Thank you. Yeah,
1: me too.
0: Mimi, you specifically. I want you to roll a Arcana check.
1: Okay. twenty seven.
0: Mimi. Spe- just Mimi. We
1: don't nine. You
0: got a nine? What do you add to it?
1: I added everything
0: in. Oh, okay. Okay. I'm not going to give you any more details based off of that roll then. So so do you have any other questions that you want to ask Rusty at yes. this point?
1: Can you tell a little more about yourself?
0: Well, sure. Yeah. And he proceeds to tell you his name. Where he's from, when he joined up with the musketeers, like, he talks about when he first met you, at the ruins. He describes all of that in very great detail. Yeah, he's he's able to spit back all the information about rusty there is.
1: But like your favorite.
0: Yeah, he's yeah he's able. Like colors. Yeah, my my favorite color is purple. I like long walks on the beach, and I'm a Sagittarius.
2: <laughs> What's your favorite
1: animal?
0: My favorite my favorite animal is a. Uh, is a is a, a stone hawk.
1: Oh, I thought it was a puppy. You said was a What's your favorite shape?
0: My, my favorite shape is a rectangle.
1: What's your favorite al- rectangle rectangle.
0: A rectangle. Rock tangle? A
1: rectangle. tangle. rectangle.
0: Okay, so do do you have any other questions that I do. It <laughs> might actually lead somewhere. I do.
1: What's your favorite monster? Oh, God.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, Galaxy, I want you to roll a Arcana check now, too. Yeah. Plus. Plus. Uh, plus five.
1: Okay. Plus eight. All
0: right, so to, okay, Still. we're short right on time, so we're going to move this along. So, Sam, Watch Watch you have, there is a spell that you have. I believe it's called, look on your spell sheet. You've got a spell, I think it's called Moonbeam.
1: I got Moonbeam.
0: You got Moonbeam? Okay. Mm -hmm. So let me Mm -hmm. read this one to you. So Moonbeam, a silvery beam of pale light, shines down in a 5-foot radius, 40-foot high cylinder centered on a point within range. Until the spell ends, dim light fills the cylinder. When a creature enters the spell's area for the first time on a turn or starts its turn there, it is engulfed in ghostly flames that cause searing pain and it must make a constitution saving throw. It takes 2d10 radiant damage on a failed save or half as much damage on a successful one. A shape changer makes its saving throw with disadvantage. If it fails, it also instantly reverts to its original form and can't assume a different form until it leaves the spell's light. Okay, so light.
1: you got me, like... So I'm going to cast that spell.
0: You're going to cast... Okay. I think that I think that's a good idea to cast that spell. Okay. So just so you know, this is going to cause damage to Rusty. It's going to cause him a lot of pain when you cast this on him. But the secondary feature of this spell
1: is that he has to return to his.
0: If he's a shape changer of some kind. Hmm.
1: Okay. So I'm just going. I'm just going to make sure it's the real you. This might hurt a little bit. (laughs) Okay. This.
0: Wait. So you're going to tell him you were going to do this? He's like, whoa, 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 whoa bot is me. It's, it's, it's rusted. Uh, I want everybody to roll initiative because there's some specific things that are going to happen with this.
1: 18 plus 2. You got a 20? A natural 20.
0: Okay.
1: A natural 20.
0: Can you help Dave out with his? 13. 13. Okay.
1: I got, I- Galaxy. Yeah. One
0: I want you to roll. You get to go first, by the way. Yeah. Oh. So because oh, because you know. go first in the initiative, I want you to roll a perception check.
1: 19.
0: 19? Okay. You notice, as just as... So Mimi tells Rusty that she's going to cast this spell. She's like, it's going to hurt a little bit, but it's going to straighten some of this stuff out. And he starts he starts getting agitated. But he's like, no, 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 you don't need to do that. No, there's, there's no call for it. I'm Rusty. I'm Rusty. Look at me, I'm Rusty here. Hey, I'm Rusty. That's when you notice that there's a strange man gets up real close to Dave. And Dave doesn't notice him. Actually, Dave, I want you to roll. You should roll one, too, as well. Roll roll a perception check. 20. Natural 20?
2: Unnatural.
0: Dave notices it. Well, actually, Dave, you feel it. But, Galaxy, you see it. There's a man that grabs something off of the back of Dave and turns around and starts running for the exit of the brig. Hey! Hey! Run!
1: Run! Get him! Get him! Get him! Get
0: him! So well, it's it's your action. So he started running. You can you can cast a spell at him. You can attack him, or you could just I run after hurry,
1: him. I better hurry.
0: It's your turn. I no, bet it's no need Bessa. The I bet he's it's annoying. Bessa.
1: <gasps> I bet these bet. I bet it's Burning Hands. Love, burning Hands. It's probably Bessa. She just needs one. more
0: food. You can do Burning Hands on him. Okay.
1: No, level one.
0: And he In misses. He misses his dexterity saving throw. So Bird, I I just need to roll the damage. Six. Okay.
1: Two.
0: Okay, which is eight? Two. Okay, so ten. So you turn around, you see this guy running for the exit, and he gets right by the exit, and the guard, the two musketeer guards are still standing right by the exit as well, and you hold out your hand. You've got your wand in one hand, your hand in the other hand. No, you've got your hand out and your magic wand in the other hand, (laughs) and you point them at the guy, and a gout of flame. (laughs) Spreads out from your hands and knocks the guy off his feet and sends him flying across the room. And the other guards, they they jump back out of the room. But you sculpt the spell around them so it doesn't so it doesn't hurt them at all. But they, they didn't know that. They just saw this wall of flame start shooting by, by them and they got scared and, and jumped back, but it didn't didn't hurt them at all. Okay. Good so,
2: job. Now we gotta recover what was taken.
0: Well, no. Th- so this guy is still still alive. He's still he's still kicking. He just got knocked back by by the flames around this. So now it's this guy's turn, and he jumps up. He breakneck speed runs out of the room, right past the guards.
1: David,
2: what do I do?
0: Whatever, Dad, you, right? whatever you want. It's what okay.
1: Yeah. <clears throat>
2: whatever What have you? Want. Um. Golly, gee, is there any uh, <gasps> watermelon in the talk. melon? Does it matter? Yeah,
0: Anything he did take of something me? off of you. Um, why don't you roll so can a I
2: freeze him or something?
0: Or both Mimi and Galaxy, both of them have spells, good spells for tying people up or making them stop running. Mm-hmm. And you do have a spell that's called Zone of Truth.
2: Yeah, I was thinking about okay, focusing the attention back on Rusty.
1: Well, it hurt on Rusty? So,
0: but. So you still got to take an action, but um, I will let you roll a roll another insight check okay. to see if you can tell what it is very quickly that he took off of you.
2: Uh, Twenty.
0: Really? Okay. So you know immediately, this guy took off of you your magical rod of dragon fear. This oh. is like the first magical item that we ever came across in in this show. So it's this it's this <laughs> magical item that when the you hold it. Going and you concentrate on it it casts out this aura of fear that makes every creature around you run away in terror
2: i kind of want that
0: back you would want that back it's a very powerful magical <laughs> magical device you
1: stole it from someone what
0: are you going to do so you're going to run after him you could stay here with rusty um but if you stay here for with rusty then you are kind of relying on mimi to go run after him so we're not sure if she will do that would you do that mimi if dave decides to stay here and interrogate rusty do you think that you uh, go after the guy
1: depending
2: on my role. Well, don't we do depe- What a, bad. so I could get the truth out of Rusty or she can or she was going to do her spell. Right. on Rusty. Right. Okay, I'm going to bolt after this guy.
0: Okay. <gasps> so you run out of the room and he's there um and he's uh, he's tangling with one of the guards. The second guard is actually down on the ground already dead. It's <gasps> and his throat has been ripped out. And he's on the ground, bleeding out. Like this got really violent, really quick. But you were able to catch up to him, so now you can make an attack on him if you wanted to.
2: I need to. I need to use because I'm a yeah. short dwarf. Yeah. I don't. You're a halfling. I'm not. Yeah, halfling. I can't. Uh...
0: So you don't have a lot of attack spells. Um, but your mace is, is a magical mace, and it does. Um, it's a pretty good attack.
2: I'm. T- I'm attacking. I don't know.
0: Okay. So roll a, roll a 20-sider. What's the number that you got? Two. You got... So you got eight. Eight. Okay. So you run up to this guy, and you swing your mace at him, and he easily dodges out of the way. And he kills the other guard.
1: Oh, Sorry, buddies!
0: Okay. <laughs> Except
1: for you, bleeding throat.
0: <laughs> Except for you, bleeding throat. <laughs> 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 All right. It's Rusty's turn. So Rusty... Well, he can't do anything. He's he's inside. He's inside the bars. Cry. Yeah, he's like, you know, he's like, Mimi, hey, Mimi, come on, it's me, Rusty. You you don't have to look 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 what that guy's doing out there. You should go run and go and go help them. Look at it. He just he just killed one of those guards. And he took. And it completely lawsuits. didn't do Rusty's voice there. So sorry about that. He's was like, go oh, look look. You just killed one of those guards. You should be going out there and helping them.
1: Um, so first I'm going to cast the spell. Then I'm gonna run.
0: After them. So you cast Moonbeam And he here. has to do a saving throw for this
1: He's like 6 I'm
0: saying.
1: And 8
0: So okay so that's 14 And he made his saving throw So he only takes 7 <laughs> damage
1: But does he Like does he Transform to anything
0: He doesn't transform
1: So he either His brothers dressed up As him or he's a zombie.
0: Or just the spell didn't work. So then you run out and you close the distance with with the rest of the group that are, that is around the stranger right now.
1: I want to be Spider-Man.
0: You're gonna cast your your web spell. I
1: want to be Spider-Man.
0: He gets a dexterity saving throw. Web the guy. Um. So this guy is pretty quick. Ugh. And you shoot the webs out at him, and he dives quickly and rolls out of the way as this big chunk of spiderweb splatters across the wall of where he was standing. So So this guy, something strange happens, and his body starts to contort and he starts getting bigger and his clothes start to rip on him and fur starts to spring out all over werewolf. his body and his and a snout starts he's, growing he's out duck. of his face
1: he's a duck
0: ducks don't have snouts they have bills
1: ah, so what and is it he?
0: is so his round his action is spent changing into a werewolf Dave, your turn now. What are you going to do with this werewolf that's now standing in front of you?
2: I'm going to turn and run. <laughs>
0: <laughs> because this
2: this guy has evaded all. You only tried once. All attacks. You only tried you only tried to hit him once. But so have the rest of them and now he's a werewolf.
0: Right. So but one thing to keep in mind about Dave as a half Halflings are very, very brave. In fact, that whenever they get into situations of where they're faced with overwhelming odds or large words, creatures, when they're forced to, like, roll a check of, against being afraid, they get advantage, which means that they roll the 20-sider twice and they pick the higher of the two numbers. So just Ooh, in general, Dave is a very, very brave guy, and...
2: Right, Gimli would drunk. not run away Right, I'd would werewolf.
0: Yeah. So you can still run away if you want to. I'm just saying that Dave... Character-wise, Dave probably wouldn't be that intimidated by a werewolf now.
2: Okay, I well then, Paper considering gonna that, gonna uh, I mean, I ran and attacked once. Do I have anything else I can attack him with? You tried again.
0: It wasn't a very good roll that you had the first time.
2: Oh, yes, right. I think exactly. It was like so it was a two that again. you rolled yeah, last exactly. time. Yeah, All right. Come on, 20. Poop. Poop.
1: poop. Please, poop.
0: Not
1: bad. And this is what? Plus what?
0: Plus six. Twenty. Twenty. That's uh,
1: a hit. Uh, a seven. Seven. Nice hit. Oh, wow.
0: So you run up to the werewolf and you you hit him in the in the ribs and he screams out in, in pain. Um but he's still still very much alive. But you you hit him successfully. No, it's Mimi's turn now.
1: Yeah. I'm going to turn it to a Buh, 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 buh. Werewolf. Turn into a werewolf.
2: Bear.
0: It's bear time. It's bear time. Let's do it. It's bear time. So you see Mimi run up and dive out into the air and in midair transforms into a big grizzly bear. <laughs> this is my face. And she <laughs> swipes out with her claws and her fangs at the werewolf. So which attack are you going to do first? Yeah. I'm going to do my tail. You do what? You can do your bites, okay? Right? 14. Fourteen. That is a hit. Roll the damage for your bite. So one D8 plus five. So 10. what did you roll on the D8? A six. 10. So plus five, which is eleven. Ooh. Okay. Now roll your claw attack.
1: Ten. Ten
0: plus six. Right. 16. Okay. So that'll be a hit. Now roll the damage for your claw attack.
1: I get eleven. That's the same one as. You got eleven.
0: Nice. All right. So Mimi runs up as a grizzly bear. Bites the werewolf right on the arm, and then swipes out with the claws right across its right across its belly.
2: Well, well done. done.
0: All right, Galaxy, what are you gonna do then?
1: Charm person.
0: Um. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. that's interesting. It is a humanoid, so yeah, you could do Yay! charm person. Yeah, I to do
1: it. <laughs> so then you meet my friend.
0: All right. So so you can if you okay. So you know if you if you cast this he gets to make a wisdom saving throw and if he makes it then it won't have any effect on him
1: i know but then i can do it again
0: okay what's your spell difficulty (laughs) class is oh okay so it's so 14 Um, and 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 it does not save so you successfully charmed the werewolf um
1: he's now my is he my friend
0: yeah so the werewolf immediately stops attacking
1: What's your
0: name? And he turns back into a person. Hey, what's your And I name? need to come up with a name for this person I know. real quick because I wasn't expecting Gregory. this to happen. Gregory
1: from Diary of a Wimpy Kid, Gregory.
0: I like Gregory. Okay, so this werewolf turns back into a person and wow. he, he looks at you. He's not smiling, he's not grimacing or anything like that. He's like, my, my name is Gregory.
1: Are you my friend?
0: Well, we we only just met, but I feel like I've I've I feel like I've known you all my life. I feel like that we could be fast friends.
1: <laughs> um, excuse me. Um, can can I have that thing on your neck? That crystal?
0: Rod of Dragon Fear. Yeah. Yeah. It, he he had it just tucked into his belt.
1: Can I please have it? Yeah. It's oh. For safekeeping.
0: Oh, you know. I, uh, my boss really, really wants this.
1: But well, it's we... not nice to steal, you know.
0: Uh, I know.
1: And But do you want to be my friend? Can,
0: can I borrow it?
1: No. No, sorry. But um, you could...
0: I'm really going to be in big trouble if I don't give this back to him.
1: You, you could you stay on my us. teddy bear. You could t- take my teddy bear.
0: I want you to roll persuasion. It's okay. a skill. And I want you to roll it with advantage. Fifteen. Fifteen? And then what, what do you add on to it? What's your... For persuasion. Minus one. Minus one? Okay. <laughs> well, 14 is still good enough. Yeah. 14 is, so you're not very charismatic, so you can't, yeah, you're, you're not really good at talking to people, but yeah, you are, okay. you've you got him charmed, and he's like, hmm, he, you know what, he might like the teddy bear. Okay, yeah, I'll, tra- I'll trade it for the teddy bear. Well, so he hands you the ride of dragon fear, and he takes the teddy bear out of your hands. So he's like, so, can I go now?
1: Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Wait, I just wanted to say something. Why? I want to say something. Why were you here?
0: He kind of he kind of gives you a look like he doesn't he doesn't trust you.
1: Um, it's okay if you don't trust me. I mean, you don't have to say. Well,
0: he lo- he looks back at galaxies like, are these these are all friends of yours? Yeah, can I... they
1: can keep a secret and they they're very trustworthy.
0: Well, I, I was my boss sent me here to um to try and rescue Rusty, um and if I couldn't do that then I was supposed to try and steal the rod of dragon fear and, and get out of here.
1: One quick question. Why do you want to take, why does he want Rusty or do you not know?
0: Well, Rusty works for the same, same guy that I oh, work for.
1: Oh. oh, that. So it's just like an important meeting or something.
0: Um, sure. <laughs> we, we, our boss had an important meeting and he wanted us all to be there. Yeah. <laughs> all
1: right. Let me, let me take my baby. Dad, uh, Rusty go ahead, you can
0: go. No, 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 you're not letting Rusty out.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, Rusty's kind of in a bad place situation right now.
0: Yeah, yeah, that, that's why I was leaving. Yeah, cuz yeah. it yeah, I could tell that I wasn't going to be able to get him out. So I grabbed the Dragon the Rod of Dragon Fear and skedaddled. So, I'm going to go down. Yeah, ahead. that. Okay. So okay, so it's it's Rusty's turn now, and you hear Rusty. So, but he's back in the brig, and you can hear him yelling, "Don't believe anything he says! That, that guy's a liar! We don't work together!" Well, <clears throat> I
2: want to take some action toward this Rusty. History okay. is rusty. killing me. Okay, and uh, so can I? Can I suggest? Oh no! I have the truth thing, don't I? Yep,
0: you've got Zone of Truth that you can okay, cast. Okay, let's do this. So you cast Zone of Truth. This guy is still yelling. It's like, don't believe anything that guy says. And, and I know what you just tried to do there, Dave. Yeah, I'm on to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's so totally telling the truth right now. Yeah, I don't know who that guy is. We don't work together. I am Rusty. You should be letting me out and letting me help you. And I totally forgot to do Rusty's voice again. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Greg <Grant? laughs> um, What is Rusty's last name?
0: Oh that's not Rusty
1: Oh No the other guy I,
0: I don't know I didn't know Rusty So
2: but... I am Rusty So he's not lying So either he thinks he's Rusty So I So I casted the spell
0: Or your spell was not successful
2: Or it was not successful oh, How do I know?
0: You, well, I You don't it... You don't know Oh so you've got this one guy right now that the musketeers are not going to let go. You're right by the brig. So maybe you could talk him into just going into one of the jail cells.
1: Okay, can you please lock into the jail cells?
0: <sighs> I really have to go, but just just for a minute? Just for a minute. Okay. He shuffles into the into the brig and he goes into the jail cell that's that's next to Rusty. And Rusty's like, What are you doing? What are you doing? Get out of here. Um, so now what do you do? Lock it. So you lock it. So you slam the jail jail the door real quick. Okay, you yep, slam the the door closed. He's like,
1: lock it, lock it, lock it.
0: And Gregory's like, hey.
1: <laughs> Is he a really a nice person in real life?
0: No, no, he's a terrible person in real life. He's just acting like this because you charmed him. You used magic on him. He's like, hey, I gotta go.
1: <laughs> now you don't.
0: Man, I am so bummed! But Dory, he's a tell pa. Make
2: him tell you what he knows about Rusty. Why did he want Rusty?
1: Why do, does your boss want Rusty?
0: Well, our, our boss want, wanted us both to, both to get out of here because Rusty's got some important information that he didn't want you guys hearing.
1: Rusty? Yeah. It's true?
0: No, he's a liar.
1: I believe Rusty.
0: what? <sighs> Well, that, that's just what his kind does. I mean, they lie about everything.
1: Rusty, tell the truth. Are you telling the truth?
0: Absolutely, are I'm you, telling the you, truth. I, no, I
1: would like to cast the spell. You want to cast you, Are you pinky again? swearing? I'm casting. Are you pinky swearing?
0: Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll double no. pinky swear.
1: No, I'm doing Moonbeam. Moon You're
0: going to do Moonbeam again? <laughs> so Moonbeam comes out of the, the sky again, or comes out of the ceiling and hits him and burns him. He's like, ah, oh, ah, oh. and, he, and he jumps out of the way. Unrusty? Yeah, unrusty. And he still doesn't change. Can I
1: try one more time? No. You want
0: to try? It? You want to do it one more time? No, do you have enough spell slots? No. Draw on the slots?
1: other guy. Draw on the other no. guy. You should draw on the other guy.
0: Well, he's he's already changed back into his regular shape. He's oh, already we a human. don't want him to be a human. Right. What,
2: what does the moon? beam do? The
0: moon beam it ca- it's this energy that comes out. as like a a focused ray of moonlight. Yes. And it causes damage. And any creature that gets hit by it that doesn't make its saving throw gets reverted back into its original form if it's a shapeshifter or a shape-changer of some sort. And so she's already tried it twice now, and it's only done damage and hasn't done anything else to this guy. Gregory, he comes to the bars, and he, and he, he motions. He says, Galaxy, hey, come here. Uh, I, I, got, I got something I got to tell you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, I have to walk all the way there one inch. It's going to take such a long time.
0: It is going to take such a long time.
1: Can you can you just tell me from over here?
0: No, no, I, it's it's something that that only I can tell uh, you.
1: Mimi, go go ahead, go go, listen. You gonna
0: make Mimi go listen? Yeah. Okay. Are you go gonna listen. are you gonna go over to Gregory and listen?
1: First, can you tell me a topic of what it's about?
0: It's well, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you what what uh, what Rusty is. Okay. Because he's not he's not he's not a dwarf. So, so, you come over to the you come over to the bars, okay, and you get you get real close to him. And he's like, okay, Rusty is, and I want you to roll a perception check.
1: I got a five plus four equals nine. Nine.
0: Okay, so you you don't see that Gregory has his has one of his hands behind his back, and as you get up to the bars right next to him, he's about ready to whisper into your ear what it is that Rusty is. He pulls his hand out, and his hand is covered in fur, and claws have sprung out on it. And he slashes out at you with with his claws.
1: And I go. Mm-hmm.
0: And you take.
1: Yeah. I knew some a twist was coming. Da, da, da. I knew a twist was coming.
0: Okay, yeah. you take five slashing damage. Ah! It's only five damage. I know.
1: Like 20
0: left. And that's when, that's when Gregory turns the rest of the way into a werewolf, and he starts banging against the bars and clawing at everything that he can within reach, um, but it has no effect. He's he's trapped inside the, the jail cell. Okay, we don't
1: really have to worry about
0: that. So all of the spells that you cast on Rusty have all failed. He's been able to make all of his saving throws, um, and I will tell you, it's honestly it's just because you've had bad rolls. <laughs> so I completely forgot about Doc and Ian, are in the room as well. So, Doc walks up, guys, thanks for your help on this, but how about you leave the questioning to us and we'll see if we can figure out if we can get more information from them? Because I know that you gotta be on your way because you're trying to get back home.
1: Yeah, but like, I wanna go home with my teddy bear. Um, but.
0: You can't talk. You're in a bear form.
1: And then I hands back to an elf.
0: Okay, you trans Okay.
1: Um, but, like, you're going to need our help. But I couldn't be able to, like, go, like, ask, like, say to Rusty. When you change
0: back into your elf form, Doc is giving you a weird look. She's looking down at your shoulder. And she's got an odd look on her face.
1: And then I look.
0: When you look down at your shoulder, the wound that the werewolf gave you is still there. Normally, when you get hurt in your animal form and you change back, the the injuries that you took go away. But for some reason, this injury didn't go away.
1: Please don't turn into a werewolf. Mimi, you're my only, you're my best friend. <laughs> you're my only friend.
0: Mimi, I need you to roll a constitution saving throw.
1: You have? Is she gonna turn into a werewolf?
0: roll yeah. a constitution saving throw what did you roll seven. you rolled a seven i got an unnatural seven you got you got a seven so mimi i'm sorry you have now just been cursed to be a werewolf <laughs>
1: <That's me crying.
0: laughs> so well there's a reason why it's called a curse because as you turn into a werewolf the more and more you do it you become more bloodthirsty, you start to become more evil and eventually you you can't be around people anymore because you just want to kill everything that you come across. So it is it is a curse. It is a bad thing. Can can
1: it get lifted?
0: It can get lifted and that's that's the that's the bad news is that you have now been cursed by this attack from the werewolf. The good news is that Dave does know someone back in his hometown that has the ability to lift the curse and it's on the way back out east, but we don't have a lot of time. Dave, um, you know that there's someone back in your hometown that can lift the curse. They've lifted these werewolf curses yes. before, but you have this no idea true. how much time that you have. Right. You just know that we need to get there as quickly as we can because the longer we wait, the, long, the harder it's going to be.
1: Mimi, please, can she control turning into a werewolf?
0: No no she can't so So how
1: will you do it when she gets angry
0: so when there's a full moon she will turn into a werewolf
1: so like and
0: you won't have any control over it you'll turn into a werewolf and you'll start killing everything around you and and run away
1: but will she know
0: no no
1: she don't won't know
0: anything. Mm-mm. No, it won't. It won't be her when she's when she's a werewolf. She'll, she will be a, a, a monster. You don't know you you don't know what to do at this point because none of you have enough knowledge on the on werewolves to know what to do. You Dave is the only one that knows that back in his hometown he knows someone that can cure this. So
2: we better get moving.
0: Doc says you know because she's the one that looked at the the wound on your shoulder and noticed that it that it didn't go away. And she's she says I know that. I know that you have to go quickly because, because of that, the curse. But can you spare just five more minutes and, and come to my office with me? There's, there's, I've got some news about Jet that you need to hear. So, And you guys were planning on leaving with the supply wagons that were going to be going east. And so that was, we could still stick to that plan because that will lead you out east.
1: But what about the flying?
0: They will catch up to us once the Griffins are back. We can get on the supply wagons, which are going to be leaving soon for the day, and that will start us east. That will start us going towards Dave's hometown, where we can get the curse lifted, and we can go in the right direction, but Doc wants to talk to us for a few minutes before we go.
1: Okay. Okay, is Jed dead, or is he here, <laughs> or he's dead?
0: So so Doc leads you up to the next level in Olympus, where her, her quarters and her office is at and she walks you in and it's a it's sparsely decorated there's not there's not a whole lot of flash that's to it but it's it's functional it's got a desk and there's some some paperwork and there's some some other items that 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 are around around the office and she points to a metal contraption that's hanging from the wall and she says do any of you know what this thing is and none of you do you have no idea what this there thing no, is Emma? The closest thing it looks like is like a real to real type of projector. That's
1: yep. what it is. Even if I'm the wizard,
0: and and she says this is this is a this is a device that we were able to build from some of the equipment that Ian and I took from Atlantis, and this lets us listen in on the Atlanteans' communications. When you were in Westman you found those ruins with those metal hallways that had the doors with the electronic keypads. Well, the Atlanteans, they're they're scavengers. They go everywhere in the world trying to find the technology and the equipment from the ancients. So when you guys got in there and you opened up some of the doors, they picked up on the electrical signals and they sent a crew, a scavenger crew, out to that place. They didn't know that there was vampires that were in there though, and so they lost a lot. A lot of Atlanteans got killed when they went in there because they were trying to get the equipment. But for some reason, they saved Jed. They took Jed with them. The vampires? No, the the at the Atlantean soldiers. Oh. They rescued him. Hmm. Do you have any idea why?
1: And um, they know him.
0: Well. Well, let me let me ask this question then. And she she reaches into her pocket and she pulls out a glowing blue cube, and it's about two inches per side. And she says, "Do you have any idea what this is?"
1: No, a ball.
0: No, it's. It's a cube. A cube ball. <laughs> it is the opposite of a ball. <laughs> I'm saying a cube
1: ball. <laughs> and it's, and it's ball.
0: glowing blue. It's got light flashing in it. And she says, "Well, I want, I want to give this to you. Me? This, well, to to the three of oh, you.
1: Okay. Oh, to us three, not Dave.
0: Yes, yes. So this <laughs> is called, co- this is called a cube. It's used." to send messages to very important people in Atlantis. And anyone that carries one of these gets the automatic protection of any soldiers that come out of Atlantis. So I want you to have this because as you move east, if you ever encounter Atlantean soldiers, this will protect you from them.
1: If they don't get us.
0: Right, they won't, yeah, right, if they know that you have this, they won't harm you. And if you're in trouble, they will help protect you and they will rescue you as well. So, but the reason why this is important, and the reason why I asked, if you knew what this was, or if you knew why they would help Jed, it's because Jed had one of these on him. And I have no idea how that's possible.